Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Much love to all my folks listening all over North America. My main man, super producer and host Dave Shepard, he's coming to you live from New York, New York, New York City. And I'm glad that you're here. Whether you're listening on your local affiliate, Sirius XM Channel 158, a smart speaker, or if you're tuned in on the free Odyssey app, you in good shape. You can hit rewind on the free Odyssey app, and you won't miss a minute or a second of the show, which is cool. So if you called me up, it should be real easy for you. You can listen to yourself. You can hit rewind. You can send it to your damn friends. You can say, hey, I was on the radio, and good for you. If you want to talk to me, it's simple. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. I'm also online. I'm on social media at JR Sport Brief. I've been here with you for two hours. I get started 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. And we've already discussed a lot. We've talked about Derek Carr writing his farewell note to all of the fans of the Raiders. I don't know how many fans will actually miss him, but he said bye. He has a no-trade clause, and we'll see where he goes. Does he gonna, is he going to get cut? Will he be traded? We have no idea. We talked about Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson didn't write a goodbye letter, but he certainly told all of the fans in Baltimore that his knee is not stable, that he will not play in this weekend's wild card game against the Bengals. And that as much as he wants to be out there, he ain't going to be out there. And so, I mean, we might as well consider that a goodbye a letter to the Ravens fans for this year. 
We opened up the show, the Brooklyn Nets. At that point, they had just lost to the Boston Celtics. Jacques Vaughn still doing a very good job with with Kyrie and T.J. Warren and the defense. They're doing good. Uh, We talked about the Broncos interviewing Sean Payton. We talked about the AFC title game potentially taking place right here in Atlanta, Georgia, if and only if it takes place between the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. And we even mentioned the New York Jets. I still can't believe one of our callers, he happened to be a Raiders fan, he says he hopes Derek Carr ends up on the Jets so he can experience hell just like we had to experience him. I'm like, whoa, damn, that's uh, kind of tough. But, hey, you, you got to roll with what you can roll, right? It's a hard knock life. Good luck to Derek Carr. I just don't know if all the the crying is going to work in any other market. If I'm him, I don't know, go go to Tampa or something. That just Derek Carr in New York as a Jets quarterback, I I feel the media would have a field day and um it's probably beating the living hell out of the guy. Anyway, well this is a this is a terrible Hey Chef, this is a terrible transition. I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well, I don't want to say that this man needs to get the hell beaten out of him. But he certainly deserves a punishment. And it's because he put his hands on his wife. In public. Whether it's in public or private or on the moon or under the stars or in the ocean, it doesn't matter. He did it. And I'm talking about Dana White. We talked about this last week. Obviously, the biggest news last week was, uh, you know, DeMar Hamlin. And God bless him. He is back in Buffalo. He is at home. He is recovering. He is resting. Thank God for that. This would have been a bigger story if it wasn't for that horrific injury to DeMar Hamlin. And if you're not familiar, of which I'm sure you are by now, it was New Year's. It was in Mexico. Dana White, the boss, the CEO, everything of the UFC, was with his wife. And like most people, He was drinking. Like most people, he was celebrating the beginning of the new year, 2023. They appeared to be at a party. They appeared to be on an upper level, on some type of balcony, uh, in in clear, open view of everyone with, I guess, friends, family members, close ones. And then they got into an argument. It's what happens when people get drunk. People argue when they're not drunk. But then throw some alcohol in it and uh, you might as well have added a, a terrible elixir to the situation. And so if you've seen the video, it appears that, you know, uh, Dana White kind of puts his hand on his wife, just kind of, you know, grabs her on the arm, not to not to shake her up or anything, but he kind of grabs her and then uh, she kind of slaps him. And then he repeatedly slaps her back, and then she hits him, and then their friends separate him, and that's it. It's an interaction, at least in public, that took, I don't know, 30 seconds, 20, 30 seconds, and it was over. But it was terrible nonetheless. Because I think think most people would agree, you don't put your hands on a woman under any circumstances, none. Okay, yeah, I get it. There are plenty of times where the roles can be reversed, and it's the same. A woman shouldn't put her hands on a man 
but you shouldn't have to hit a back. Don't hit a back. Don't do it. I know, oh, walk away. Well, yeah, if you got to walk away or, or hold her or move her, but don't hit her. Damn, don't hit her. Don't cause harm to her. What are you doing? And so Dana White had this recorded. And because Dana White is a man of power, because Dana White is a man of influence, Dana White, at pretty much the same exact time and, and day that this video was released, there was already an interview that dropped on TMZ. He tried to get ahead of this. Before it got out there and people said, oh, look what he did, he was right there and he told everybody. And so Dana White spoke to TMZ last week. And this obviously kind of got moved away because of the, the issue with DeMar Hamlin. This is what Dana White had to say on TMZ about the physical fight and interaction with his wife. I'm one of the guys, you know, you've heard me say for years, there's never, ever an excuse for a guy to put his hands on a woman. And now here I am on TMZ talking about it. But my wife and I have been married for almost 30 years. We've known each other since we were 12 years old. And uh, we've got three kids. And, you know, this is one of those situations that's, you know, horrible. I'm embarrassed. But it's also one of those situations that is, uh, you know, right now, we're more concerned about our kids. You know, we, we have three kids. And, uh, you know, obviously, <clears throat> since the video popped up, we've shown the kids the video. And, you know, we're more focused on our family right now. People are going to have opinions uh, on this. And, and, and most of the people's opinions would be right. And especially in, in my case, uh, you, you, don't, you don't put your hands on a woman ever. I have to agree with every single word that he just said. But I think there's more that he could have done. He's correct. That he can't change the opinion of anyone. Not me, not you, not anybody. If you think he's a scumbag, there are people that thought he was a scumbag before. If you can't stand him, then if you're Oscar De La Hoya, Oscar De La Hoya was one of the first people on social media to kind of go at Dana White for this issue. These guys go back and forth. Dana White has never been afraid to mix it up with anybody, whether it's Oscar De La Hoya or whether it's, you know, I guess Jake Paul or Logan Paul. He just he he's someone who will go out and, and dish it, and now he quote unquote has to take it. And what I didn't necessarily look at last week from uh, I don't I don't even want to call it an apology. It was an acknowledgement. He doesn't owe an apology to me or you. He owes an apology to his wife. And whatever they need to work out is their business, not mine, not yours. I'm not in their marriage. Uh, I I certainly hope that there aren't any other issues that have taken place. They have known each other forever. God bless them, their relationship, and their kids, not mine. But when you think about what has taken place and the standard for someone who runs an organization, the UFC, someone who is the face of the organization, I think the lack of public accountability and kind of brush off to say, well, I'll just focus on my kids, ignores what his role is as a boss, as a leader. Someone who out of his own mouth has acknowledged, oh, you put your hands on on, on a woman, you're done, you're cooked. And he sort of acknowledged that this week. 
by saying that, yeah, right now I, I am cooked. My punishment is walking around with the shame of, of the respect that I've lost, the shame that, you know, people will look at me and say, oh, this is the guy who hits his wife. And that's what Dana White says his punishment is. We haven't heard anything about how he will work with his fighters. We haven't heard anything about how he will, uh, you know, maybe take a stand against this. He's working on what he needs to do personally, and that's well within what he needs to do. But I think what's evident here, if you didn't know this or understand it already, is that Dana White is a poor leader. He knows how to make money. He knows how to monetize. He certainly helped save the UFC with one of his friends and their money. They've been able to turn this into a multi-billion dollar company. They were able to sell it to a talent agency, now entertainment company, William Morris, now Endeavor. He's been a good businessman. That doesn't mean he's necessarily been a good person along the way. That doesn't mean that he's been the best leader. You can talk to some fighters who have not appreciated how he has done business, and some of it may be true, some of it not. His job is to make money, not to be Mother Teresa. But when you look at the leadership, man, yeah, he, he's going to take a beating and has taken a beating, pardon the, the phrase here, in the court of public opinion. But is that enough? Doesn't he owe something to his fighters who would be fired and punished? And yeah, he's the boss. He can make the rules and do what he wants. But where the hell is the the, the intervention from the people he actually works with? ESPN distributes all of UFC's events. William Morris is the company that he sold to. There are plenty of sponsors who are involved in UFC. He's the face of it. He's the moneymaker. He's the leader. And so after all of the conversations and discussions, it was only a matter of time before Dana White had to face the public. And that's what he did this week. While promoting the next UFC event, we know Dana White is the ringleader. He's the circus guy. He's Ringling Brothers. He's Vince McMahon. He's Don King. He's all of the above for the UFC. And so he had to stand and sit in front of the media and answer questions and when it comes down to his punishment when it comes down to his future when it comes down to why is ESPN saying talk to UFC why is William Morris not saying anything publicly hey you got a show called power slap on TBS TBS isn't saying anything hey Dana why aren't you being punished and why isn't anybody saying anything this is what Dana White had to say We've had plenty of discussions internally with Ari, ESPN. Nobody's happy. Nobody's happy about this, you know. Neither am I. Um, but it happened. And, and, and I have to deal with it. And, and what is my punishment? Here's my punishment. I got to walk around for however long I live. Is it 10.4 years or is it another 25 years? And I got to, and I, and I got to, this is, this is how I'm labeled now. My other punishment is that. You know, I'm sure a lot of people, whether it be media, fighters, friends, acquaintances who had respect for me might not have respect for me now. I mean, there, there's a lot of things that I'm going to have to deal with for the rest of my life that are way more of a punishment than what? I take a 30-day, 60-day absence? That does, that's not a punishment to me. The punishment is that I did it, and, and now I have to deal with it. 
Yeah. That's, that's a lack of leadership. You know, being a leader is saying that, yes, this is, a, this is something that I have to deal with. This is something I have to take care of. This is something I have to live with. This is something my family has to live with, and we have to deal with it. But as a leader of an organization, as a, as a, a public figure, you know, it doesn't just stop with a, well, we're going to take care of this public issue, and my punishment is that people think I'm a piece of garbage. What you do next is, is lay forth a standard, not just to be punished in public and not do it again, but say, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go away, that this isn't right, and that, you know what, if, if you work for me, you will be punished too the same way that I'm getting my ass kicked, that you actually say, you know what, maybe I want to be an advocate for people not to put their hands on their damn wife or their significant other. I think that's a message that you send, and that's something that he's not doing. And that's why I think he's just a, he's just a piss-poor leader. I'm sorry. Is he correct in that he wouldn't be punished if he went away? He's right. He hasn't been punished because he's the guy who makes the money. Him. He's the leader. Him. And everybody is all about the buck. And we already know this. It's not about ethics. Here's the deal. We know this. You got power. It's harder to punish you. Dana White has the ultimate power. Dana White is so far up the totem pole that unfortunately he's beyond reproach. We know exactly what would happen if this was one of his fighters. They would have gotten the boot. They'd have gotten suspended. They'd have to go on leave. They'd have to go on an apology tour. They'd be punished financially. They'd also be punished in the court of public opinion. But Dana White, I guess he has too much power. He's above reproach. He doesn't have to answer to anyone but his family. And that's true. But not when you're running this multi-million dollar business. And I think this is a horrible terrible deplorable example not necessarily by him the people that he now works for the people that he sold the company to he talked about Ari Manuel well you want to tell me that you can't put this man in the front and say hey you you have to renounce putting your hands on somebody you have to send a message to the people who work underneath you who think you're a piece of garbage this unfortunately ain't nothing but a power play This is the same old boys club who wants to run around and say, oh, yeah, we got the money, we got the power, and we can punish anybody, but we're beyond reproach. This is what it's actually up to. It's up to the consumer. It's up to the customers to say, man, I ain't supporting this garbage. Look, we have enough of of this. Is it Dana White? Is it Vince McMahon? Man, it's up to the, the consumer to say, I'm not, I'm not supporting this crap. Dana White is right. He doesn't have to answer to anyone but his wife and his kids and his family. He's correct there. But if he was a better, I would say, leader, and if he was a better human, he would send a message to the people who actually work for him instead of running and hiding behind the excuse of, Oh, I just need to do this for my family. If the people at WME and Endeavor, if they had some more balls and they weren't just concerned about the money, thinking everybody is a sucker, which unfortunately might be the truth, then they would actually punish the guy to send a message to say, you know what? There's some things in life bigger than money. But we know for the jackasses at the top of the totem pole, that's not always the case. It's money over everything. 
even if you hit your wife. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You know, it, it, it would be nice to send a message to, to other individuals. You don't do this. Uh, it'd be nice if there was a message, an example of, of actual contrition. That's what leaders do. But these aren't leaders. These are jackasses making money. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. You think Dana White's getting off easy? The answer's clearly yes. I'm going to get to your calls on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I certainly appreciate your show. I really think you do the best job on the radio talk shows. First of all, I want to say, man, I enjoy your show because it's a different voice and it's, um, I've contemplated calling before. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. So Dana White is drunk with his wife on New Year's Eve. They're in public, they're having an argument. Alcohol is flowing, and they get into an argument. He kind of reaches and grabs for her, and then she slaps him, and then he's he's slapping her. And they're getting separated, and it's like, whoa, whoa. He immediately goes on TMZ and says, oh, yeah, this happened, and we were drinking. I love my wife. We've been together for 30-something years, whatever, whatever. We've known each other since we were kids. And it kind of gets swept away in the DeMar Hamlin situation. Yesterday, Dana White spoke publicly for the first time, promoting one of his UFC events. And Dana White is like, listen, my punishment, it's almost, you, you can't really punish me. He says, removing me is not a punishment to me. It hurts other people. Dana White is just, a matter of fact, this is what he had to say uh, about being punished by anybody. We've had plenty of discussions internally with Ari, ESPN. Nobody's happy. Nobody's happy about this, you know. Neither am I. Um, but it happened. And, and, and I have to deal with it. And, and what is my punishment? Here's my punishment. i got to walk around for however long I live. Is it 10.4 years or is it another 25 years? And i gotta, and I, and I got to, this is, this is how I'm labeled now. My other punishment is that you know, I'm sure a lot of people, whether it be media, fighters, friends, acquaintances who had respect for me might not have respect for me now. I mean, there, there's a lot of things that I'm going to have to deal with for the rest of my life that are way more of a punishment than what? I take a 30-day, 60-day absence? That does, that's not a punishment to me. The punishment is that I did it, and, and now I have to deal with it. He's also made very clear that what he did was wrong that no one should be defending him. That came out of his own mouth. He said his focus is on his wife and his kids, and that's it. And, and he's right in that regard. But I think what he's missing as a leader is, hey, it's not about stepping away, but it's actually saying that I, I'm taking not just accountability to my family, but I'm being accountable to you, the people who work for me, the people who I'm helping you support yourselves. And I think this is evidence that he's a piss-poor leader. 
And I think the individuals that he works with, especially Ari Emanuel, who he mentioned, who pretty much is the, the boss of William Morris Endeavor, the man who helped lead the way in purchasing this company and overseeing it, the UFC. Ari Emanuel, about a month ago, was destroying uh, Kanye West. He wrote an entire op-ed about how Kanye West needs to go away and he's an anti-Semite. Okay, fine, yeah, Kanye West is a jackass, okay? Dana White is a jackass in this regard. And you have a much more direct working relationship with him. You oversee the company that Dana White oversees, and you haven't said a word about that. Everybody wants to, you know, uh, open up their mouth. Oh, well, you can kill Kanye because it doesn't hurt your bottom line. It doesn't hurt your pocket. But the guy who works for you was on camera slapping around his wife and your radio silent. You know, we got a lot of people who want to pick and choose when to be controversial and who, quote unquote, needs to be canceled and who needs to get the boot. Except for when it hurts your pocket. Lack of integrity. And it's not a surprise. We got a lot of this in the world. We got a lot of people who look at the bottom line and look at the dollar over everything else. Those type of people make me sick. Ari Emanuel makes me sick for not saying nothing. He ain't no leader, neither is Dana White. And I've met Dana White. I ain't got no problems with this guy. That doesn't mean he's not a jackass and didn't do a jackass thing. We got a lot of people who know how to make money. We got a lot of people who forget ethics along the way. And we sure as hell got a lot of people who don't know how to lead, who don't know how to be responsible, who don't know how to be respectful. Ain't nobody should be above reproach, but we know that there are some folks who are. Hey, money can buy you a lot of things. Can't buy you integrity. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Tim is here from Maryland. Hey, JR. Hey, you know, I'm I'm uh, kind of what you call old school. Uh, I have two brothers that are bigger than me. And if anybody ever puts their hand on one of my sisters uh, or anything like that, I mean, it, it's going to be, it's not going to be a pretty thing. Um, you know, and that's, I, I don't know anything about him or his wife or their life, but I can tell you right now, uh, in my family, that would, that would happen one time and that would be the end of it. Um, I don't care how much money the guy's got. Uh, you know, it, it's just, to me, you do that. Uh, you need to get your butt whipped, period. I mean, that's just the way, you know, I see it. That's the way I was raised, and I'll be like that till the day I die. I don't I don't care what anybody says, All right. you know. Thank you. Thank you, Tim, for calling from Maryland. Jody Lynn is calling from Nevada, the home of the UFC. Hey, Jody Lynn, you're on CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR, thanks for that. I just think it's helpful to expand the food pyramid a little bit wider, a little bit higher, because it's easy in our world, especially in America, especially when we look at money and capitalism, we think, oh, hey, money and power, woo, you're at the top of the food chain. But it's important to remember you're not even close to the top of the food chain with human power and money, because you know what you can't buy with power and money is you can't buy God's favor. And there's people that have thought they were above reproach in the past, i.e. the pharaoh of Egypt who refused to stop oppressing people. 
and the Pharaoh experienced 10 plagues as a result. So yes, God is a God of forgiveness for those that are truly repentant and truly speak out for God's children. But women and girls are murdered by their partners and, and husbands. That's a top cause of death for women across the world, being murdered by partners. I realize that men can be abused in, in interpersonal violence as well, but they're certainly not murdered as a top cause of death globally. Uh, so I, if I understand, well, I'll put it in my own words. Somebody eventually is going to whip Dana White's ass in a, in a bigger spear, right? Is that, am I correct, Jody Lynn? Get to know Yahweh God and, and see what the Bible told you about what happens when people refuse to soften their prideful heart and they do not, they do not seek repentance, they do not seek forgiveness, and they do not represent the way the children of God should be treated. Look okay. in the Bible and see how people were treated that did that. Okay. Ten plagues on Egypt, that was not a good time for any of those folks. Okay. Well, uh, maybe maybe Dana White needs to open up uh, the good book. Hey, Jody, I appreciate you for calling up. Yeah, thank you. Thank you as well. Anthony's calling from Pittsburgh. You're on CBS Sports Radio. You know, he's apologized. He was not the aggressor. If he's apologized and he was not arrested, she was not arrested, and they forgive one another and they go to counseling, that's as far as it should go. It's no one else's business, to be quite honest with you. And uh, and he, he is important to the corporation to keep people employed. And this so-called nonsense about court of public opinion, if he wasn't arrested, which is the only court you should worry about, uh, there's nothing but gossip mongers. Who cares about them? So he's doing the right thing. He's apologized. What, people want every pound of flesh? This is nonsense. I know this is good for ratings and everything, but as far as I'm concerned, he's apologized. I haven't seen his wife apologize, and she was the aggressor. So if we're living in a country where people are equal, we were both wrong, I don't see her, no one forcing her to apologize. And she's big with the company. So this is just, this, like I said, this is just more uh, rumor mongering, and, and he should not worry about it. He's wor- his concern should be on his company staying in place and the people that who's, who's employed under him so they can eat too. Thank you. You're welcome, Anthony. I think it's a bitch-ass opinion to look at a man putting his hands on a woman and to say that she was the aggressor. There ain't nothing else I could say past that. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey JR, how you doing, man? I appreciate listening to you every night, man, at work, man. You just enjoy it. And uh, appreciate all your insights. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. If you probably can't tell, we got a lot of people on the lines with a lot of opinions when it comes down to uh, Dana White. You know, I, I've made clear my position. Dana White has even said, oh, man, nobody should be out here uh, defending me. I deserve everything that I'm, I'm receiving. 
And I don't think it's a matter of, oh, well, let's, let's force Dana White to apologize. He already apologized. Or uh, let's force Dana White out. It's, it's the lack of accountability. And I think, uh, yeah, he's accountable to his family first, foremost, and only. But that's not the only people he's accountable to. You know, what takes place in his personal life with his family and how he corrects it is private. He is a public figure. He's a public figure who, who helps run a massive company that is here to make money off of the public. And it's, it's, it's not necessarily what it does or does not do for the business. It's the message that it sends to everyone involved in the company. Everybody, whether you're a fighter, whether you're a consumer, whether you're an advertiser, he doesn't just have an obligation solely to his family. He has an obligation to everyone who is part of his machine of making money. And that part, he's a poor leader. It's not about, oh, well, he should apologize some more or he should walk down the block and, uh, and uh, you know, get 50 lashes for what he did. It's, it's not about that. And if someone does not understand that, then I would say you don't understand what it means to, to be a leader. You don't. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Al is here from Virginia. Go ahead, Al. Yes, sir. Hello, Jr. Um... Your producer asked me if he got off easy, and uh, uh, my question to you, sir, is suppose one of his fighters did that same thing. What do you think should happen to the fighter, sir? Well, it's not what I think. The fighter would be suspended. Okay, so... Didn't um, Dana White say that men should not put their hands on women oh you already you already know the answer to that al okay, so, so he wh- said wh- that so what well, well al well hold yes, on al hold on al what is we know what has taken place i've talked about what has happened i i even answered that question that you had that that in in a different world we know that a fighter would be punished these are all things that i've said we know what dana white has said i'm sure you heard what i just said what is your opinion on it? Suspended. Uh, I don't think what he did was major. Like, okay, so you think one of the fighters should be suspended for, I mean, it's kind of, I don't know. I don't want to say irrelevant, but for how long? I mean, no, okay, you, let's say Conor McGregor did it. So he'd be suspended for... 60 days, perhaps. Conor McGregor McGregor, uh, hit a guy, an older man, in a bar in uh, in Europe because he didn't necessarily want to have a a part of his drink. And we know that Conor McGregor, if if I can remember correctly... I don't think that's an equal comparison. I didn't. Well, no, Al, I didn't say it was an equal comparison. But you so happened to mention Conor McGregor and I went to the closest thing about him physically assaulting someone. And uh, if we want to talk about assault, uh, he didn't he didn't necessarily beat up on a woman, no. But there are other instances, like, I don't know, throwing no, a dolly. I'm just saying this to any no, fighter. Slow any down. Fighter. Uh, ow, ow, ow. I'm trying to have a, a decent conversation with you here. Listen to me. Yes, sir. When you make money, this is my point. When you make money and you generate revenue, yes. you get off. Well, thank you, Al, for calling from Virginia. 
it's hard for the wheels to turn. 855-212-4CBS. Ryan is calling from Atlanta. Uh, yes, sir. I just wanted to say, man, I totally agree with you. As someone who watches the UFC uh, religiously, I would say I watch it all the time. I can't agree with you more. You know, I feel like you said some of the right things, but there's no accountability, man. And I also want to say I feel like I don't hear any of the fighters. I mean, maybe they're scared, but I don't hear any of the fighters apart from one really saying anything against him. And I just, I just, I just want to say I couldn't agree with you more. All right. Thank you, Ryan, for calling from Atlanta. I mean, the caller prior to him is, oh, I don't see this as a big deal. Okay. Well, what happens when, uh, you know, and, and granted, it's, it's not your mom. What happens if that's your mom? What happens if that's your sister? Would it be a big deal there? Well, not a big deal. Well, it's okay. James is calling from L.A. What's up, Dale? I know I love the show, man. Hey, listen. It seems to me this is another, like you said, multimillionaire, billionaire person that in that world of money, the only way to kind of make them feel it is to take money from them. And I'm not talking about like a million or two million. Give me 25% of your next event on, on uh, 25% of the purchase on your next event. Give me uh, ticket prices, give me pay-per-view revenue and something like that to make them feel it. And I think that you you then you raise some eyebrows to like, whoa, this is not just a slap on the wrist. This is something that he has to take into consideration, and he still has to pay other people out. You take 25% of his share and let, and let him feel it. Now, he has money. I'm sure, you know, it won't hit him that hard, but for that event, I, I think it'll make him feel it. Yeah. It, it, unfortunately, it, it won't. And that's kind of what uh, Dana White said. It's like, hey, if I go away, it doesn't hurt me. Uh, it hurts the company. And okay, so is... give money to the abuse center. Give money to abuse abuse for women or domestic violence and, and, and donate donate 25% of the proceeds there to, you go. To, to that Well, you know what, thing. you know what, James? But, uh, you know, maybe they'll do that. But that, uh, that's a little too much uh, accountability. That's a little too much. That's a little too much responsibility. Uh, that paints additional light on the unfortunate incident that is only between him and his family. Because instead of taking this situation to be accountable uh, and actually, you know, send a message to the people who work for him currently, uh, the right. women, the female fighters, the male fighters, uh, right. the, the community at large, because he is a celebrity, that's, that's too much accountability. Um, and that's, that's why I say they're, they're afraid to do so. Because we have well, a not, lot of It's folks. not just on hearsay, though. They got it on video. Oh, you know, Ray Rice, Ray Rice got his career ruined, rightfully so, but right. something should also happen with, with Dana White. I mean, it, was, it, was, it, was, it wasn't wow. as severe as Ray Rice did, but still, make him, sure. make him come out of pocket. If, uh, if that's well, the world sure. he lives in, if that's well, the world he lives in, and that's all he understands, make him come out of pocket. Yeah, we, we know it's unlikely to happen. And thank you, James, for calling from L.A. You know, uh, no, that's, 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 that, that's the position. And when you have that much money in a bank, nobody's going to take the money away. And it's not about him being, oh, he wasn't arrested, so it's not a big deal. No. He did something that's, that's despicable. Okay. And, yeah, he apologized. Great. I don't know if it's the first or only time he hit his wife. That's his business, right? But he did something in public. 
It happened in public. He's a public figure. Everything that he does is a service to the public to make money. He can do better. And it doesn't necessarily have to start or begin with an additional apology. Tehran is here from Georgia. Go ahead, Tehran. Hey, how you doing, uh, Jay Rice? Uh, I'm sorry, JR, sports show. Best show. Best sports show. Um, Hey, the Dana White thing, man, the the, the guy, he hit it on the head. Uh, I'm with you 100%. I think he's just in damage control, (laughs) you know, like you say, trying to minimize that that money thing about it. But, you know, we all know you don't put your hands on a woman. And my thing is, you know, like the guy said before, we we have athletes that have lost their careers behind doing stuff like this. So, you know, can't do that stuff, man. And, you know, don't put your hands on on women. And, and the thing is, you know, where we go forward from here, I, I, I don't know. Everybody's going to look at them in a different light. But, um, you know, it, it, it's just one of those things where you say, hey, man, you can't be doing this. And like you say, he's high on the tone pole. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but I know damage control is in effect because oh, hell yeah. there's a lot of money involved. Right? Absolutely. And thank you, Teron, for calling from here in Georgia. You know what? Here's, here's a reality. Not everybody feels that way, that you don't put your hands on a woman. Not everybody feels that way. And look, I, I get it. There's a line of, of, of self-defense. Okay, there's a line of, oh, man, I, I'm in peril. I am in danger. And, and, yes, there are plenty of times and plenty of instances where a woman will put her hands on a man. That, that's not right either. Okay, but in the case of, of a man who almost the majority of the time, and this ain't me, this is what you, you can find in, in, in physiology, uh, typically will be bigger and stronger. There's a reason. It's called testosterone. Okay. You don't do it. It's, it's not right. And so I think people, and Dana White said this. Dana White said, no one should be defending me. He says, I am shocked, and it's unfortunate that he is. He's like, hey, nobody should be defending me. What I did was wrong. That came out of Dana White's own damn mouth. And I, I, look, I got no problem saying it. It's, it's despicable when you have people who want to come out and go, oh, self-defense. Well, she hit him first. <laughs> the wild world that we live in. 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get some more of your calls. And then, oh, my God, the Lakers and the Mavs. Uh, what a wild one. It's the JR Sport Brief Show. We'll talk about it all on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 